0: And welcome to At The Well Podcast. This week, we wanted to have a think about how we can reconcile having particular views and opinions around justice with being called to be in community, both locally and globally, with other believers who don't always agree with us.
1: Yeah. And as always, your hosts are me, Lily. And me, Sophia.
0: In my questions and my doubts, whether... All, all, all you meet me at the well.
1: So, guys, it's been a long time, um, and we wanted to do a quick recap about our lives because a lot has changed and, oh no, and we know hazard. you're all wandering so <laughs> you're on tenter hooks, which we recently learned is tenter and not tender which isn't embarrassing at all i
0: thought it was tenter hooks, and no one else believed me
1: no i thought so. you <laughs> anyway um yeah so quick recap um Crucially, I am now 21, which. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I know, I'm a real <laughs> adult now. Um, and uh, to put it briefly, so I am a medical student, but uh, in England, you can take a year out in the middle of your medical degree to do a different degree for a year. And I am doing this year, I'm doing anthropology for a year. Um, so that's a completely different year for me. It's very exciting. Yeah. That's the difference in my
0: career. Yeah. What about you, Soph? Um, I don't work for the church anymore. Oh, they kicked her out. If we were doing Being one of those, heretic. like, <laughs> one of those sound boards where they have a yeah, reaction, yeah. it would be like, boo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. doing. Um, yeah, so I don't work for the church anymore. I was actually really sad about that. I'll go on record as saying I did cry at the end of my internship. I was very sad. Um, but I had a great time. I work now full time for the charity that I was working for before. So... Fun. Working, working away at that Christian charity. To clarify, so if it was not kicked out. Oh, yeah, church, no. I just skimmed over that. that.
1: You were like, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I was, I was lovingly let go. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: not it either. I was
0: lovingly fired. <laughs> I was lovingly athlete and <laughs> never come back. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So that's where we've landed. I'm yeah. so sorry, guys, that you've had to wait for so long. Yeah. We've had so many... Emails saying Instagram, where are you? Phone calls. (laughs) Yeah. So, to all of those fans that are out there that have been trying to get us to come back, thank you so much. Yeah, we see you and we hear you.
1: (laughs) We're We're listening. Sorry. Um, And we also live together
0: now. Oh, yeah.
1: Which is a big update. So, we're actually recording this in our living room, which newly has fairy lights. So, in
0: theory, from now on, this should be a lot easier, but we'll see. In theory. Yeah. Okay. That's it, that's yeah. the recap. Nothing else, anything else? No, let's get to the, the meat or substitute of the, of the convo. Yeah, so as
1: Sophia's already beautifully and succinctly explained, right. um, we're talking about this kind of conflict between what you believe, um, often a political view or opinion, and if that doesn't line up with your fellow believers, your fe- fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, that actually can produce so much hurt and sadness. It's actually really difficult to marry those things together Um, because we know we're called to love, we know that, but we also know that we're called to uh, fight for justice and to fight for um, places where we think the love of God is not being shown. Um, And yeah, that's why we wanted to talk about it because it's such a topic, especially being like young 20-somethings, Politics is
0: quite a big deal in our generation. I've just thought of a starting question that I'm going to spring on you. <laughs> okay. but I think it might start us off at the kind of logical, you know, point A. Um, so when we see injustice, or we hear what we think are unjust, or like views that... Injustices? Like perpetuate injustice. <laughs> yeah. Whether those are political, moral, etc. Um, do you think that we should always challenge that? Like do you think as Christians we're called to always be like actually I don't think that's right?
1: Is the question are we called to fight it or called to identify it as a bad thing within ourselves?
0: I guess I mean I'm imagining a situation where like a friend says something for example I'm really trying hard to think of an opinion (laughs) that I know none of my friends in real life hold um Okay, extreme example. Let's say your friend says, I don't think we should let refugees into the UK. Yeah. None of my friends think that. She extreme, but... Yeah. Obviously, some people do think that. As a Christian, even if it's kind of awkward and even if it just gets you into a conversation that you don't really want to have, in those sorts of situations, are we called to always stand up and be like, I actually think that's not right. Like, that's not justice. Mm. Or... Is there this grey thing, this grey area of like, do we do we sometimes sit back and like let people have their opinions unchallenged when we think that they're actually could be really harmful if that person ever became a decision maker or mm. if they vote, which most people can? I think
1: it's like with most things, being Christian doesn't mean you lose every other Ability to critically think. But, um, <laughs> I mean, you know, not pros and cons. <laughs> and I think in most of your life, if you hear someone say something harmful, um, at the end of the day, you probably would only challenge them if it you were worried that would have an actual effect. So, again, a kind of a metaphor for this, or like a kind of substitution for just for clarity. For example, when your friend says, "Oh, I'm going to go and." have a drink, have a beer. Yeah.
0: Technically, that is... You say, is, no, that's heresy. Te- te- <laughs> you say, you're kicked out of the Bible. Stay
1: with me. <laughs> technically, that is a harmful behaviour. Alcohol is never healthy. Oh, okay, yeah. But you would, like... And, you know, everyone knows that. You're never going to be like, oh, I don't think you should have that beer. I'll <laughs> it, but then, like... Take what what the does side. that make you, really? Yeah. Um, whereas if someone said, oh, I'm actually going to go and hurt myself, or I'm going to go and... Uh, I know you can you can fill in the gaps. Yeah. You would probably say, "Mate, I don't want you to do that. I don't mm. think that's a good idea. Here is why." And obviously, these are not directly comparable situations. Yeah. But actually, in that situation, you just know which one you're gonna like.
0: Uh, interrupt. Yeah. On. So I guess kind of what you're saying there is that we all we all have a threshold. Yeah. Of what we would. Like, beyond that would be, like, I have to say something. Yeah. I think someone, if you were
1: having a cup of tea with someone and they kind of mentioned offhand that, oh, yeah, I think probably Brexit is a great idea because we should tighten immigration. Yeah. That's something that I politically might not align myself with. Yeah. And I may think that could cause harm, but actually, depending on who's saying it, probably I'm not going to chase that because I think, well, they just think that, that's the opinion they have fair enough, but they're probably not going to go and stand on a border and shout at refugees. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas if someone said, Mm. oh I actually think that if you're a refugee you're going to hell because you're breaking the laws of a country yeah then I might be like oh, okay let's have a conversation about that.
0: Yeah. I don't know I don't know because the... (laughs) the examples that you've you're saying there um like with the beer and stuff that is like a that's like wisdom so that's Mm. so like choosing to eat things that you know aren't good for you is like kind of wisdom but it's not really justice so i guess if we're thinking about like i don't know like also like what counts as injustice like what is
1: well, it's really hard. And I think, obviously, the, p- the point of this conversation is not to have a conclusive answer to what is injustice. No, we need What that. things should we care about <laughs> and should not And also, how do you deal with it? Yeah. What we're having a conversation about is, regardless of what you believe, yeah. how do you hold that within yourself and yeah. know that you've been given things you care about for a reason
0: yeah. with being called a community? yeah so making it making it personal um so taking that question but applying it like directly to your life if yeah. we had a friend that said something that you were like that is not right yeah what, what yeah how would you engage with that do you if, think if I had a friend because I think it's that you. on the first count I, I would like to believe that I would always question mm. and be like oh would you like to tell me Do you want to say a bit more about that? Like, why do you think that? And then after that, probably would, like, not bother, essentially, if our first conversation didn't convince them.
1: Yeah. I think, in reality, what I actually do, I can talk from actual experience, would be that, yeah, the first time, I probably would have a conversation. Mm. And once I had been assured that they were not really going to change their (laughs) opinion, or if it, the conversation for me was just a bit too harmful or yeah. too hurtful, I probably would then avoid that conversation. Um,
0: I wonder if that is... I mean, I do the same. I wonder if that's Jesus style. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, what would Jesus style... I
1: think Jesus style... I mean, that's obviously a hard question to answer. Oh, I, can, yeah. um, I, can, I can kind of things that I can imagine would be Jesus style would be always gentle, always compassionate, but also almost like we talked about in the first episode, like a constant presence, like a constant bit of pressure Hmm. in terms of, I I can't imagine Jesus would the first time be like, no, don't agree. And then after that, never say anything out of fear of upsetting you. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like he'd be a bit bold. Yeah. It makes me think of a lot of the stories of Jesus in the in the Bible, yeah. um, that useful book. A lot of the stories where Jesus encounters injustice, or perhaps injustice is a loaded term, but encounters situations that he would think are not right. Yeah. In all of those situations, Jesus compassionately does what is right. Yeah. And breaks whatever that boundary or taboo is. As always, generally think of your classic, like, woman stories, like, the woman who was bleeding, Mm. not supposed to touch her. Jesus didn't, like, get really angry at everyone for being a bit mean, or whatever the cultural weight of that was, but actually really gently broke that taboo.
0: Yeah.
1: In a way that was really powerful, and we still read about today, so it must have been impactful on the people
0: around him. What that's made me realise is actually, when we think about Jesus and justice... All of the stories are about him physically doing something mm. that like combated yeah. a situation of injustice. It just say it, just we just don't. Say there is no record of like a back and forth of him like in exchanging in, like repeated debates with people. And I'm sure that's really true. I mean, that doesn't. I don't know. Like that doesn't actually. Obviously, he, there are recorded conversations, like particularly with the Pharisees, yeah. where he's going back and forth, But he doesn't instigate conversations where he's like. No. I don't know, that's quite a good... Yeah.
1: I think you phrased that really well. That has made me really feel a bit convicted that actually, even if we're doubtful as to whether having these really difficult debates is ever going to be fruitful, mm-hmm. and whether we can do it in a Jesus way, yeah. in inverted commas, one thing we do know that I think I would feel quite confident in is actually, you're right, doing a, an action, like a physical action, that would be going against... That so, an example might be if your issue is around women and leadership in churches, yeah. Instead of constantly trying to battle this like rational, uh, very intellectual argument, yeah, actually, maybe the way to battle it is to do whatever you think is right, which is empower women leaders and mm. yourself lead, yeah, and kind of be blatant about what you believe, so we agree with women being in church leadership, not yes. for the sake of it because, yeah. I mean for lots of reasons, but one of them is that we think that is the best way to run a church and that's the most fruitful way to run a church and the way um, that Jesus
0: would run a church
1: that's the next point, point. and I not oh. even care about <laughs> Jesus,
0: <thanks. laughs> sorry that's um,
1: <Sorry. laughs> fine um, so if we believe that That we actually have to show that we believe that, which is by doing it, rather than that, you're not actually gonna get more fruitful churches by just arguing with some people who disagree with it. Obviously, there are massive caveats there, like if yes, you're arguing with someone who's a leader of a church and potentially them changing their mind make a really big difference. But actually, in reality, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. In general, these conversations are peer-to-peer. And because we and also we can only talk from our world, which is young. And actually, most of us aren't going to be leading a church right now at our age. Mm. So really what we're talking about is this conflict is usually between peers.
0: Yeah. And actually, yeah, maybe the action is more important. That's really challenged me, actually, because I feel like I'm far more comfortable on the playing field of having slightly theoretical debates. You are very clever. (laughs) Slightly (laughs) (laughs) irritating. Um... But that's so much less costly than yeah. throwing your weight behind something that you actually believe is wrong. Like women in leadership, as you say, for me, that's a really big one. That's probably my biggest justice issue that is relevant to like my experience yeah. of injustice. Yeah, yeah. Um, throughout like my whole life. Yeah, it's just it's just a lot more, um, you've got to put your heart and soul into it basically yeah. if you want to actually Go and I don't know have more than just conversations. Also, it kind of it's challenging the people who disagree with
1: you, which is like if you really care about it, what are you gonna do? Like it's almost like people can hide behind words and being like, oh, the Bible says this. Yeah. Um, in a way that's actually just really it can be a little bit (laughs) dull to argue with them. Yeah. And actually, when you're physically combating it for yeah, for example, empowering women as leaders that is asking them, it's like if you really care about this, you're gonna have to try and stop this. Yeah. And actually it's probably gonna prove that they don't actually care as much as their words would suggest. Or maybe not not by caring, but it would it'll probably be probably reveal some of the heart behind their argument. Hmm
0: So, next question. You've got your friend that you think has a view that perpetuates injustice. Um, how do we have that conversation? Well, like, and and mm. if the conclusion is that they are, you're not changing your mind, they're not changing their mind. How do you disagree well mm. and still hold that friendship? Because as we said at the beginning, if we're called to live in community, yeah. should, like obviously Jesus, God, the whole shebang knew. When we were called into that, that you're not gonna agree with everyone mm. in the community. That's yeah. part of the the challenge and the that's blessing. The deal. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, what do you do with that? Because that's. I. It sometimes annoys me when people describe stuff as like really countercultural. Like, oh my gosh, the church is so countercultural. <laughs> but um, genuinely, I think that is a really countercultural thing, like committing. To loving people that you know you disagree with, how would we do that, Lily? <laughs> please tell me. <laughs> <laughs> to
1: ground it, because as that little thing that I say sometimes, it's like this actually isn't theoretical. Very true. Um, is I think could we share like a tiny bit about have you conversations you've ever had and the ones where you would leave it and think actually we did not disagree well in that, and what are the features of a conversation that doesn't
0: disagree? Mm, okay. Okay. So this is a slightly embarrassing um, example. Oh, I love an embarrassing. Example. Mm, it's not. It's not really specific, but I definitely know when I was a bit younger, fourteen-ish, <laughs> okay. kind of school age. I was the only Christian in my like school group of friends, and I had the unfortunate combination of sort of subscribing to. A set of beliefs that were very articulated yeah being a little bit like looking for a fight yeah. in my <laughs> my 14 year old self <laughs> and like enjoying articulating myself at, yeah. like more than some of my other friends at that age mm-hmm. like i liked having debates and i liked winning yeah. essentially and i definitely had so many conversations that just said nothing good about jesus and it was all about me Trying to win a debate as to like why God existed and like why that was right and stuff, and some of the features of those like one-sided debates that I would hold for myself. Um, <laughs> That's just, like, a fun word. <laughs> I had a lot of friends. Some of those features were that I definitely cared more about uh, winning the conversation mm. than the person
1: that's really true I think in a similar vein when I was about so I have like my parents are pretty liberal but for some reason when I was about I don't know how old I was maybe oh I don't even know 13, 14 I don't know it all blurs into one Um, I went to a youth group where they taught us really explicitly that um, to have to be gay and to Love someone of the same sex, mm-hmm. that's okay. Okay. But to have sex with that person, oh right. is not okay. okay. And I was like, great, this is like a kind of quasi inclusive, but still yeah. has a, has like an opinion. I can take it, grabbed it, nuggeted it, and then not ho- fortunately not for very long, but for a couple of years, that was my viewpoint. Yeah. And I hurt people, like my friends. And now looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, Lily, like. Yeah, didn't even realise what you're doing, but actually, the conversations I had at the time, yeah, people would ask me, and I would say that, and I feel very because it was a little bit inclusive, yeah, if I okay to say it, yeah, um, and now thankfully have developed my theology and opinions and have come much further away from that, and now I feel at a point where I can talk to my friends and I don't sound like a dick anymore um, <laughs> that's what we want and yeah have come all the way over your to your liberal side um, but to bring it back a feature of those conversations was that I almost wanted when I spoke about it I wanted to be like a spokesperson of mm. a certain group and the group yeah. that I was being a spokesperson well I thought I was being a spokesperson of for of <laughs> was like kind of liberal but still very Christian teenagers. Yeah. And I was like, I. I volunteer as tribute. I am your queen. I will <laughs> yeah. go out into the into the muddy trenches of <laughs> secularism and I will fight for this. But I resonate with that so much. It's like, you're welcome. Yeah. Don't thank exactly. me. <laughs> exactly. I will do and it. my Christian friends who were like a little bit quiet, I was like, ugh, I'll do it. Like, push them out of the way. <laughs> um, it did not come from the place of, this is what my heart is saying, yeah. this is how Jesus has spoken to me. It came from, like, I want to be... The, the point on the triangle the yeah
0: top.
1: yeah um and I still have to monitor that in my day-to-day life now mm. in any group I'm part of because of who I am because of where my personality is formed I always want to be kind of a representative of that group even when I actually am not or I'm not the person to do, I'm not the right person to do that because I'm just haven't Thought that through enough, or yeah, I haven't been careful enough, and that for me is quite a big disagreeing badly. Is when you're not speaking from the heart, you just want to be some sort of figurehead yeah. of something.
0: Maybe a good test, then this is purely thinking about myself, but is that if you're witnessing somebody else have that conversation and someone else is being the you yeah. in that conversation, like would you? be that interested like would you support them would you mm. be cheering for them or would you kind of like be a bit annoyed that somebody else is getting to be the spokesperson because that's how I would feel I I agree actually <laughs> like oh my gosh I completely agree with that
1: especially when like we start having this these sort of conversations mm. and like now we agree on this theology of LGBT rights yeah and when I hear you talk about it, and like you're very articulate and you know a lot about it, which is amazing because you're so like, and you're like, fight, you the good fight, love it. <laughs> but there's still a tiny bit of me that's like, oh, I want to be the person who everyone looks at and is like, wow, Lily's so like liberal and she's really thought about it. Do you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was what that came out of it, I was I was thinking that sometimes I'll listen. So preaching is a really good example. You'll hear someone talk on a justice yeah. issue. And sometimes I'll be like, I love that I like well done yeah. like I enjoyed it so much and maybe there's different topics that if it was in my mouth I would have enjoyed fighting for it but when it's coming from someone else I'm just less bothered and that shows that's that I'm not so, so invested true. in the justice yeah that's really good actually yeah that's really good <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think you, I think you know and <laughs> um, so this is a thought this is like slightly detached but So going slightly back to the whole idea of injustice and how that, and justice, and how that applies to disagreeing well. I came across this idea recently, which was that with Jesus, when he disagrees with people, he addresses the injustice that somebody else is going through, but never at the expense of a righteous relationship with the people involved. So for example, Like, if you, if your friend, I don't know, let's go back to the refugee example. If your friend is like, "I, I don't think refugees should ever be allowed in the UK that kind of thing but the way that you respond to them is like name calling you shout at them you kick them out of your house you're like i hate you you're going to hell like (laughs) you tell you tell everyone at church what they've said (laughs) (laughs) you you put it on faces like that kind of thing like you just tear apart your relationship with them Mm. um in the name of like a justice issue that is slightly that is separate to your relationship with them, like versus responding, yeah. you know, firmly and with your convictions, but with gentleness and compassion and prioritizing right. the relationship with the person. So yeah, I was kind of thinking about how that applies to these sorts of conversations that we're talking about that are like with friends. Yeah. How do we how do we love the friendship more than the conversations about what we disagree on mm. while also re- truly acknowledging that those opinions are part of them. Yeah. Because you don't want to ignore it either because that is, I don't know, that's just like boxing them up and yeah. being like, I'll love you so long as we just completely ignore it and never talk about don't
1: that. the
0: fact that <laughs> we have very different contrasting views on this. Yeah, Because you want to love the whole person, don't you? Absolutely. I think practically... A bit of that
1: is sometimes not talk, not deliberately not talking about it, but actually doing things that don't always move into that conversation space. So yeah. if you when you have a friend, generally your friendship isn't just based on you sat face to face having deep conversations. <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> you, yeah, but usually but you start. do other things like you shop together, you eat together, you watch telly together, you. Uh, go to uni together. Give me some more we ideas. I can't. Together. Together. I can't imagine it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you uh,
1: put makeup on together. <laughs> so like it's like it's almost like an activity based. Yeah. Thing. Um, and actually, if you're, if every time you see this person, all you do is talk about this issue, what you're saying <laughs> is, I don't care about you <laughs> as a person. I don't want to live yeah. my life with you. All I kind of want is. I don't know. I want a, maybe I want a triumph. I want to yeah. change your opinion. Or maybe I want proof that I have like slightly controversial opinions or I have like exciting, opi- like whatever, whatever it is, you're mm. actually not, that's not a friendship and it's not loving them if you're not living your life with them as well. Yeah. Um, obviously, really there's too. like, that becomes harder if you're, I don't know, internet friends or if you're yeah. long distance friends. Um, But at the end of the day, everyone knows their best friendships are the friends who you live your life with and they're there for different parts of your life. Yeah. So I think just just being intentional about that and trying to catch yourself if you're in a cycle of your friendship is based on this conversation, practically just be like, you know what? Today we're not going to go for coffee. We're going to go and buy a plant
0: together. (laughs) Yeah. That also makes me think about just really widely church community and otherwise you're always going to have relationships where pretty soon you find out you have a major disagreement on Mm. something and if you make a condition of having like basically having a real friendship with that person or like a You know a more substantial relationship with that person if you make the condition that they end up either kind of submitting and yielding Mm. to that conversation Basically what you're saying is like, I'm only going to love you if you adhere to this criteria that I have. Mm. Which, although that's basically less effort for you if you have a criteria of what it takes for you to love someone, it's definitely not Jesus style. No. To put it in a cringy youth <laughs> youth work kind of way. It's just not. Mm. Um, that really challenges me because... Oh my gosh! How much more effort to like watch yourself when you're having conversations where you know you disagree with the other person? How much more effort is it to like catch yourself from talking about mm. little things that that person's done or something like that? Um, yeah, but I guess it is a little bit the calling, the old calling of the Christian faith.
1: <laughs> Why I <are> think it's hard.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: so to summarise disagreeing well um, so the first one was ask yourself are you having these conversations because you want to win not because Mm. you feel like God has convicted you of this yeah second one was ask yourself are you just doing this because you want to be a significant person do you want to be a spokesperson of this camp that you're defending um, and not actually again because you just feel convicted of it Um, I guess both of them are about ulterior motives actually really examine why you care about this and actually hopefully the end will be because you do care Yeah. but just just in case Mm. Um, and then the last few ones were just more practical about actually look at your friendship do other things other than talking about this Uh, (laughs) it might seem a bit ridiculous to kind of almost be, not fake but be a bit Kind of turn a little bit away from it for a little bit of time but actually you might see transformation in that friendship if you Mm. value it for the friendship they're giving you and not just that conversation or yeah, and not because you want to win them
0: um, you want to change their mind. And if that sounds like a bit impossible, what's just occurred to me was that from God's perspective, good old God like this is the relationship he has with us all the time, right? Where mm. we do things that he disagrees with, and he's like, mm, that's not <laughs> gonna go the best for you or for other people. Um, but he still finds ways to meet us in worship. Well, not finds ways, but he still meets us in worship. He still delights in us. He still wants to spend time with us. All of those things. Mm. So there's definitely no, like, if that is what we're made in the image of, even yeah. though it feels counterintuitive and uncomfortable, it's. It, and it is countercultural it's not impossible
1: yeah mm. I think yeah and I guess as we spoke about, spoke about right at the beginning, alongside this fight for what you believe in go yeah. and do something practical go and help your homeless shelter yeah. go and on that march for LGBT rights like go and do something because at the end of the day this is not a question of how do you pretend you don't believe what you believe. <laughs> just be lazy that's not what this conversation is yeah it's honoring what you believe because god has given you the ability to discern what is good and what is bad justice is such a big part of the bible yeah and if we forget that then we just forget such a big part of humanity
0: um how do we as the global church yeah basically reconcile each other to ourselves because globally like because what happens between friends in one faith community mm, is true. a reflection of the general like denominational disagreements of, around the whole world between different churches. And what I've been thinking about recently is, you know, we always we always think of it like that. Like, oh, that's a Catholic church, that's a HTB church, that's yeah. a CV, whatever it is. But I'm so sure that God really does not look at it like that. Mm. It's the church, there's one. Um, How do we actually live like that's true rather than looking at all of the other denominations as a debate we've got to win? I think everything we spoke about can
1: apply that's neat isn't it <laughs> <laughs> it's like micro and macro I think you could just zoom out everything we've said yeah. which is again examine why you feel so strongly that one denomination is harmful yeah. um, because it's prob- there probably is a bit of harm there and actually you probably are seeing something that's <sighs> you probably are Seeing a little bit of God's heart when you care about that. Yeah. But again, yeah, examine why you care about it. Just make sure it's coming from the right place. Um, and again, if it is, great. Go and practically do something about it, rather than. And actually, in real terms, if you want, if you actually want to see justice, I don't know what's called
0: brought about. <laughs> um. If you want to see justice Justice. come to fruition. No. I can't say that. (laughs) If you want to to see justice in... Okay. At the end of the day, if you want
1: to see justice in a particular area of the world, actually, the only way that is going to happen is your practical action that you do. Yeah, that's true. And thinking about it is tweeting... Oh I hate that evangelicals do blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. Is that actually in real life is that going to make a difference? <laughs> yeah. I completely understand having a passionate Twitter conversation. I can that is so it's tempting, but actually is it a screen well? Is it practically going to make a difference to this thing that you say you care about? If you care about it, then get over yourself and do something about it. <laughs> and I'm literally just saying this to myself.
0: <laughs> like, come on, Lily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, re- I resonate with that. Um, I don't know, I feel like it, it, it makes people feel actually really sad because I feel like this whole, when you zoom out and remember that, yeah, these problems that we have in our own faith communities are just reflected across the globe um makes me so sad because this is such an age old problem of the church from its very conception this has been something that has plagued us and we still haven't we still have this problem of like yeah. looking at basically from my perspective sometimes I've noticed myself look at churches that have a really different theology to me, and I've basically been like, well, they're not really in the church then are they if they don't believe this, this and this, mm. then they're not like they don't they're count not real Christians um if you think of yeah, and it, then give myself permission to like exclude them from the church mm. and like not have to engage in that conversation because I'm like, well, they're not even in the church, are they? Mm. Um, which is so not for me to decide.
1: Yeah, I think I can hear this little nagging voice in my head, which is like, but if you can see a particular denomination or church movement, yeah. Producing harm, even if you make practical actions to help the people that they're harming. Yeah. What you, most people know the way you solve something is you solve it at the root. At yeah, root. yeah, for sure. So the question in my mind is like, ha- actually, if you think that the root of their theology is yeah. harmful, people do feel a conviction to actively change that. Yeah. And that doesn't disregard everything we've said, but maybe it just is like a an added thing, which is if you really feel conviction in that area, mm. as long as you're, again, disagreeing well, which <laughs> I know that's like a two-way conversation, disagreeing well, yeah. but if you can just know <laughs> that you, are disagree- you yourself are disagreeing well,
0: mm.
1: I think that whole <laughs> fight yeah. will seem more convicted and more Jesus-y. Jesus style. Um, but yeah, I agree. I think at the end of the day, these things are more relevant for you and your friends disagreeing. Yeah. What you and your peers. Yeah. Zooming out is such a big thing. <laughs> I just can't. I don't, I don't no, think is. we can
0: solve that. Yeah. Um, so well, what's one thinking. thing you've... What's... Well, what would you put out of this conversation that's, that's made you think about?
1: I really think the practical action thing has really challenged me. Because mm. I would say I pride myself on being like a doer. Yeah. But actually, some of the things that I would verbally seem very passionate about...
0: Yeah. I actually am just lazy in my mm. actual life. Yeah. I'm going to steal that and say that that's what's challenged me as well. You're not allowed to do that. Well, I hadn't really, I hadn't thought different. of what my entry was going to be when I <laughs> asked you that question. Your and entry. you've said genuinely the most challenging thing because I guess when we, when we have a reaction to something, we have a certain amount of energy, mm. really. And I definitely always take the easy option, which is just using words.
1: Yeah. Especially as we're, we're privileged enough that the yeah. injustice that we experience... Is nothing compared to some people's injustice. Mm. So actually, we can get away with not being afford. Just to use words. Like yeah. we can afford it. We th- that's the privilege. We have the privilege to use words, and we won't be killed.
0: Yeah. And
1: we won't be financially crippled. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I think that's all we've got time for, <laughs> folks. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: great. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. Um. Obviously, there are so many more questions that asks than answers, um. But that's the point of these episodes. We just want to kind of give a little bit of a. I don't know. It's kind of it's almost like the people that are listening and the people that care about these issues. I guess for me personally, I just want to be like we have the same. Yeah. Like, so many people are dealing dealing with the same problems in this, um. And actually. Especially as we're quite active in our church. I just kind of want to, it's almost like being like, I struggle with this daily. Yeah. Like, this is not a, this is a global thing. This is like a,
0: yeah, this is a universal problem for Christians. Yeah. And what I really like about having this conversation is that it really forces you to just not be theoretical. Yeah. Like, you cannot solve that issue of how we reconcile justice and relationships with, like, some impressive theology because yeah, exactly. it's all about Using basically your friendships and your relationships in your life so and I know that the Lord has called us to do this well so yeah, yeah. well we'll see you next time probably in about five months <laughs> no it won't
1: be. It'll, be it'll be soon we're
0: so sorry this was such a long gap we we say we're sorry we know that no one cares but we care <laughs> we, we're sorry I, I've had at two, two
1: messages really? yeah Oh my god. Two messages. Whole. Well, messages. we're sorry to you guys. We're sorry to the you guys who have really <laughs> felt physically the loss of us talking to you.
0: Anyway, we love you. We love all of our two fans. Um we'll talk to you next <laughs> next time. We love all of both of you. <laughs> See you next time at, at the well. In my questions in my dance